Welcome back to the Baseball Plug. I'm your host, Micah Fleischman. Alongside me is my co-host and good friend, Nicholas Bear. Nick, how's it going? I'm doing well today, Micah. It's Super Bowl weekend, so got something to look forward to tomorrow. How are you doing today? Uh, Good. Lots of baseball news from yesterday, so I'm very excited to talk about it. Trevor Bauer is headed home. Marcelo Zuna is back with the Braves. Bob Nightingale is a loser and our NL West list list. Let's dive in. First things first, Nick, you're going to get the mainstays for this, given that you're a Dodgers fan. But Trevor Bauer, he's headed home back to L.A. with the Dodgers, not the Angels, on a three-year, $102 million contract. We know he wanted to get a higher AAV than Garrett Cole, and he got that. By the way, there's an option after every single year. First year, first year, he'll be getting 40 mil, second 45, and the third, he'll be getting 17. Bauer's AAV, Nick, is get this. Three, he has, his AAV is more than three teams' entire payroll. If we look at that, that is just absolutely ridiculous. As a Dodger fan, walk me through your emotions when that tweet is coming out. So, I knew we would overpay for him, but, I mean, you can't be sad that we got a guy like Trevor Bauer. I mean, besides, besides the player Trevor Bauer, Trevor Bauer, the character, the guy himself, he's like a really weird guy, but he brings energy and stuff like that. But... There are a lot of questions about the Dodgers' future, for sure. And the Dodgers have a lot, a lot of starting pitching depth now. And there's uh, Dodgers are going to have to make some moves if they want to make things work. I mean, I think there is a potential uh, trade of David Price. And I know this sounds crazy because David Price hasn't even played a game with the Dodgers. He was traded with Mookie Betts, but sat out last season. I think potentially think the Dodgers could trade him because we do have a lot of starting pitching depth and it would also help us bring back Justin Turner on maybe like a three-year deal. I don't know what Turner's asking for right now, but the Dodgers are going to have a lot of guys to bring back. They're going to, they got Seager, Jansen and Kershaw all coming off the books after this season. I think Kershaw comes back on a cheaper deal, probably like 22 to $25 million. Uh, Kenley Jansen, I think is gone. Depending on what we do with all the other contracts will depend on whether or not we can bring back Seager. I do not think we will trade uh, Trevor, uh, Dustin May, Tony Gonsolin, or Julio Urias. As a matter of fact, if we keep the team the way it is right now, I could see Julio Urias potentially being the closer for the next couple of years until there's room in the rotation. Because in the playoffs, the Dodgers moved Julio Urias to the bullpen for the most part. And Julio Urias also closed out the World Series for the Dodgers, and he was really, really good. So I could see the Dodgers sitting down with Orias and saying, look, we know you're a starter long-term, but we have so much depth right now that we want you to be the closer for the next couple of years because Jansen, he should not be the closer anymore. He just – he sucks. He, he's, he will be an okay, like, sixth, seventh-inning guy. But if, if Julio Orias and the Dodgers can commit to that, I think that would be the best path forward for the Dodgers right now. Um, and then once guys such as a Clayton Kershaw is off the books and a David Price and Trevor Bauer may be off the books by then even, then there will be room for Julio Urias in the rotation. But the Dodgers have a lot of questions to answer for, but I'm also not doubting Andrew Friedman. I mean, it's Andrew Friedman. I mean, their rotation, look at this. 
Kershaw, Bueller, this is no in no particular order, by the way. Kershaw, Bueller, Bauer, Price, Urias, May, Gonzalez, and that is absolutely ridiculous. And something that uh, I've said and uh, over and over is this team needs bullpen help. I mean, their number one uh, guy in the pen is Trinan right now, and that's not that's not a knock on Blake Trinan. He was good last year, but in on no super team should Blake Trinan be your best reliever ever. That's not a knock on Trinan. It's just the way that it is, and they have so many guys that you know have great potential as a starter. Some of them are already great starters. They could probably look to get a deal because I mean, I don't see where Gonsolin really fits. I know they're super high on May, but the guy can't go through a lineup twice. I don't know. I mean, like I mentioned, Julio Urias to the bullpen for the next couple of years as a closer would be an addition in the bullpen without really adding someone. But I believe if we move Julio Urias to the bullpen – I think it opens up a spot for Dustin May in the rotation. Because, look, with with Kershaw, Bueller, and Bauer, the Dodgers got three guys that are going to go at least five innings. Bauer and Bueller can go further than that. They're, they're big workhorses. Kershaw not as much anymore because of his age. So I'm not too concerned about whether or not Dustin May can get through the lineup the second and third time around because we got those three guys ahead of him. David Price, I'm not really sure where he fits in right now. Will he be a number four or five starter? Or will he be traded because he is owed a lot of money the next couple of years? I don't know that the Dodgers will be willing to do that. I don't even know that the Dodgers could afford to pay him the next couple of years and bring back but who they want to bring on back. Price's contract. I mean that that's the that's what we asked last year. Someone took on his contract. I mean, I think I think Mookie Betts was in the deal. No, no, no. I know, but we knew the Red Sox were going to try and get rid of David Price as well, and everyone was asking. I don't care what kind for... of contract. But, I don't care what contract also, you're in. Also... If Mookie Betts is in the deal, you take it. But I also think, uh, remind me if I'm wrong, but I think they split the contract, or I don't think it's split 50-50, but I, I, think, um, I think that's what they did. But I could definitely see the Dodgers moving David Price 100%. But here's the other thing. I know that MLB – doesn't have a cap and they have the luxury tax. And if you go over the luxury tax by a certain amount, you get taxed. And if like, this is the Dodgers first year, uh, first time offense going over the luxury tax. So they're going to pay like a small, uh, like basically a tax. I wouldn't, the Dodgers may as well just like go ahead and spend money left and right. Like at this point, I think Andrew Friedman is like, I don't care that we go over the payroll. Let's go as much over the payroll. As we need to, as he feels is necessary. Yeah, Yeah, that's the thing. We're already over it, and we still don't have Turner back. So my thing is, let's just, at this point, forget about the payroll. We won the World Series last year. I know it was a 60-game season, but then we also got Trevor Bauer on top of that. So it's like, just screw the payroll. Just pay the guys. I mean, Turner's looking for a three-, four-year deal, and the kid's 36 years old, so, I mean, he's not a kid, but, like, I, I I like Justin Turner as a player, but he's gotten worse as, as stuff has gone on, and injuries have bitten him. My main concern is how is he going to fit into the locker room? How do guys view him after what he did at the end of last year? Remember I don't think he anyone touched, cares. You don't think I, – I personally I, hold resentment against him. I, um, I, I would too, but I don't think anybody cares, and that's a problem. I personally think 
it would, but maybe they maybe they've talked it out. I don't know what's happened behind the scenes. One thing with the Dodgers under Andrew Friedman that they've done a great job of is they don't they don't let uh, a lot of news leak out. The only issue I have with Justin Turner is, is there may be some guys in the locker room in the clubhouse who have some sort of resentment to him because of what he did at the end of last season, tested positive for COVID, but then came back on the field with no mask. Of course, people are going to say, oh, they were already exposed to COVID by then because he tested positive in the middle of the game. Yeah, that's true, but, you know, once you test positive, you shouldn't be doing that stuff. Uh, but, I mean, he, he risked the lives of people, so I don't know what the situation is with that. But the Dodgers do do a good job of uh, – not letting news leak out that much. I mean, we kind of knew the Dodgers were talking to Trevor Bauer, but we didn't know much. We didn't really know if they were serious or not. So it's possible they've hashed that out uh, behind closed doors. Yeah, I mean, and just to sum this up, like, obviously you can't get mad when you get a guy like Trevor Bauer, but Chris Carlin tweeted this out, and I don't know if I referenced this last episode. I think I might have. But Bauer's had one and a half great years. The other four and a half have not been good. Only two years Trevor Bowers had where he has had a sub four ERA. Six, six, five, four, 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 two, four, six, one point seven. So I mean, I you know, he's a good pitcher. I like this, but giving him the highest AAV in major league history is a little bit ridiculous. And he pitched in the worst offensive division in all of baseball last year. That is very true. But I think where Bauer went right is that he won the Cy Young in his contract year. I mean, you couldn't ask yeah. for anything more. So, uh, of course, he was going to Of course, he was gonna demand a lot of money. Um, I, I still don't think he should be the highest paid player AAV-wise. But, you know, sometimes you just, you just got to do it. If that's what you want to do as a team, then do it. Especially because, like I said earlier, MLB doesn't have a cap. Yeah, I mean, good job for the Dodgers going out and getting Trevor Bauer after they've gotten worse. I mean, there's no sugarcoating it. They got worse. They got they lost some role players. And some of their players that they were expecting to be good, you know, this year having a bounce back season, Kenley Jansen, was not. And you can see that his play is declining. So this is a good job by the Dodgers. They need to go out and get somebody. And they went out and got the best pitcher out there. So good job, Los Angeles. Um, before we sum this up, Bob Nightingale, I got a bone to pick with you, my guy. Um, it was tweeted out by, by this dude that Trevor Bauer and the Mets had a deal and it didn't happen. Like five minutes later, somebody was like, no, they they don't have a deal. (sighs) You even called me that night too. Yeah, I did. I called Nick up and I said, up, I called it because I had been, I had been saying, up, it's going to happen. Trevor Bauer is going to be a New York Met. Nightingale tweets something out. Oh, he's going to be a Met. He's going to be a Met. They have a deal. No. I, I just do not tweet something out unless both sides have acknowledged it. I don't care what your source is. If it's coming from Asian Rachel Luba, Trevor Bauer, or there's proof of a contract, don't tweet it out. And I think someone leaked that out on purpose to put pressure on the Dodgers. Well, wasn't the, the Mets off for three years, 105? 
the Mets offer was three years, one hundred five. So just three million more than the Dodgers. But and we I don't know what the we don't know what the Dodgers offer was the night before if it had changed from the night. Yeah, before. Yeah, but I mean, the, the Dodgers also get some leverage because they just won a World Series, and the Mets haven't won a World Series. Yeah, I think what put the Dodgers over the top is they're a winning organization. Winning organization. They're very analytical too, and. They're also Trevor Bauer's hometown team. Yeah, I think that's, the home. That's it seemed like Trevor Bauer put a big importance on going home, that he wanted to be home. Trevor Bauer went home. A very big deal. Great job by H and Rachel Luba. She's the MVP right here. Moving on. Marcelo Zuna, your agent is not the MVP. A four-year, $64 million deal with a five-year option, a year option after the fourth year for $16 million. So if they pick up that option, that is five years. There's $80 million. If they don't pick up that option after the fourth year, there's a $1 million buyout on Ozuna. I mean, the Braves get one of the better hitters in baseball on a pretty team-friendly deal. This is a good move by the Braves. They got to get some pieces. They got their guy back. I mean, defensively, they're losing a lot here. But, I mean, they had the guy last year. And like we mentioned before, they did come one game away from reaching the World Series. They were up 3-1 to one on the Dodgers. So like, Without Mike Soroka. I, 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 so I don't want to put, like, too much emphasis on the fact that Ozuna's defense is bad. But we also have to remember this year, for whatever reason, which you and I can both agree there needs to be uni- universal <laughs> DH, there will not be a DH this year. So he will be playing in the outfield more that there's now no, no now that there will be no universal dh it's a problem i mean i think when his bat is that good that you can afford to give up uh some defensive depth obviously they didn't not they non-tenured adam duval um so he's not going to be back with them he's a great defender he's got a pretty good stick um, but they, they get Ozuna back, who was season MVP voting. He was an absolute stud last year, but they're losing they're losing outfield depth. Nick Markakis is a free agent. They won't re-sign him. Duvall's not going to get re-signed. And as good as Ozuna was last year leading the league in homers and RBIs, I mean, he's a little bit of a streaky guy. Like, the, the two years before that, 88, 89 RBIs, which is nothing to sleep on. But, you know, you don't pay a guy that uh, – not much money for 88, 89 RBIs. You expect this guy to be like an absolute stud. I think AAV-wise, it's actually a fair offer for both sides. I think it was something like 16 mil for both sides or 16.25. But total contract, yes. Uh, I think Ozuna is also 30 or 31, right? So, I, I mean, if he was like 28 or 29, he probably gets paid a lot more. Yeah, I mean, Ozuna gets his bag. I mean, kind of, but it's it's a good job by the Braves because this is one of the better hitters in all of baseball. I mean, last year, he led the league in homers and RBIs. You can't sleep on that. If he is a sub, if he is like an okay glove, he probably wins MVP over Freddie Friedman. Oh, I, I believe so. But we'll see. I mean, not bringing Adam Duvall back is going to hurt them defensively for sure because they don't have the DH now. But I still think the Braves are a really good team. They they can still, I believe, go neck and neck with the Dodgers. 
Yeah, I mean, uh, the Braves were a game away from the World Series, and they add Soroka and um, Charlie Morton. People don't remember. People forget that. I mean, yeah, he's a little bit older. Charlie Morton's a stud, man. That guy goes out and pitches. He's going to give you everything he has when he goes out to that mound. I like Charlie Morton a lot. As a Yankee fan, I've seen a shit ton of that guy. Um, but, yeah, they, they did work on their pitching. Um, maybe a little bit of bullpen help will help them down the line, possibly a midseason trade. But this is a good job by the Braves. Not a good job by Marcelo Zuna's agent. Oh, if I was Marcelo Zuna's agent, I would have tried to get at least $100 million for a guy that had the offensive numbers that he did. I definitely would have pushed for more. But, you know, it's it's February. It seemed like the market was kind of drying out for him, and he was maybe they were just like, you know what, let's just take this offer because we're not going to get anything better at this point. That leads us into our next uh, topic is season is reported to start on time. Report to camp uh, the 13th and 14th of February, and the season should start April 1st. Um, and I think that may be why Ozuna signed for a cheaper deal because he didn't want to be in that situation that Craig Kimbrell and um, Craig and uh, Dallas Keuchel were in a few years ago where they were signed uh, after midway through the season. So I think he was like, I want to be on the team. And there are guys out there still that haven't signed. Taiwan Walker, James Paxton. I mean, these are these are these are good players. Like, no, they're not gonna make. You know, they're not gonna win a Cy Young. But these ha- these are parent- these are like potential all stars. I mean, when Paxton's right, he's good, and so is Walker. I mean, these guys can find a home, and I don't understand why they haven't. I there's there's something with MLB the past couple of years where they're just like. Teams are not willing to spend for whatever reason. I don't like that. There's this whole thing like if you sign a guy before you like lose a draft pick or the old team gets it. Like I I don't understand. Like even Manny Machado and Bryce Harper a couple years ago, they signed very late. I think they signed after after camp had already started. If if Harper, I'm Harper signed right like a day after camp started. Yeah, I, it's it's ridiculous. I think MLB and whenever they make a new CBA, I think they're gonna come up with a new one soon. I, I think actually this one expires December first, so they'll have to figure this out because I don't want to see this continue. This is ridiculous. It's not okay. I mean, like you see in the NBA, and we talked about this before. Guys get extensions; they sign their contract like that, and it's not that way in the MLB. So work on it, please, for uh, for the sake of everything. Let's move on, Nick. Uh, you can also take the lead on this one too. The NL West wish NL West wish list. Um, this will conclude our wish list series, and we'll start with the Dodgers. And Nick will speak on this more than I can, but I do think that they need bullpen help. Jansen's aging. Um, Trinan's their best reliever. They need help. Maybe maybe a trade with David Price for an arm. Yeah, I I couldn't agree more. I mean, every year it always seems like the Dodgers just always need more bullpen help anyways. But especially this year, I mean, we mentioned they brought back Trinan. Uh, Jansen isn't that good anymore. He's an okay, like, maybe sixth or seventh inning guy. Like I mentioned earlier, we could possibly move Julio Urias as, to the bullpen as a closer for a couple of years. I think where Tony Gonsolin fits, and I forgot to mention this earlier, he would be our long man out of the bullpen. I think – Oh, and, and he would be like the guy that comes in when Dustin May is pitching because, like you said, Dustin May can't pitch for a, a, two times around. Uh, but 
Yeah, I. Uh, but I still like the way the team is. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, no. But if they could pick one thing, it'd be an arm. Same with the Padres. Need arms in the pen. Uh, lost to Trevor Rosenthal. Most likely, that's a guy who still hasn't been signed. Why? Uh, lost to Kirby Yates. Uh, obviously, Drew Pomerantz has been solid the past few years, but he's their number one guy, and they can definitely use some some arms in that bullpen that'll help them out down the stretch. Would you agree? I do agree 100%. I was going to mention while we're talking about the Dodgers and the Padres here, the three best pitchers that got moved this offseason all moved to the NOS. You Darvish and Blake Snell to the Padres, and then Trevor Bauer to the Dodgers. I mean, the NOS added a lot of pitching this year. Yeah, um, the Giants, let's move on to them. They need just arms in general, to be honest. I mean, they they just they need arms. Like, uh, Kevin Gossman is their number one, and that, that's a problem. <laughs> Down the line, that's definitely going to be a problem for them. No relievers, really. Is Tony Watson still on that team? I, I, don't, I don't know. Um, they still have Johnny Cueto. Oh, yeah, the GOAT, Johnny Cueto. Best ro- best pitching windup in the history of the world. So they have obviously the goat, but other than that, they do need arms in, in on that team. And the lineup is okay. The lineup is good, and um, you know, there's obviously room for improvement there, like there is for everywhere, ever for every team everywhere. But if they if they need somewhere, that's it's definitely the the pitching, without a doubt. Yeah, they they lost Madison Bumgarner a year ago to the Diamondbacks, so he stayed in the NOS. So. Uh, that left a void there. But I think their bullpen was actually kind of solid. Like, it wasn't terrible. It wasn't great. You know better uh, than I would. The past couple years. But it's not like they don't have any real, like, notable names in the bullpen uh, or that, like, stand out. You know better than I would. Um, I don't really watch a lot of Giants games. By the way, speaking of the Giants, Jessica Kleinschmidt retweeted a comment that I put the reporter for SBC, the Bay NBC Bay area sports or whatever, Jessica Kleinschmidt on Twitter. She's got like 56,000 followers. She's verified and everything. She put something up um, saying like the Dodgers of 2021 world series championships. And I said, madam, please delete your Twitter account. She reposted it. So shouts out to you. You're a legendary human being. Yankees are winning the chip though. Moving on, the Diamondbacks. We just talked about how they have Bumgarner. Bumgarner sucks. Uh, they need pitching, 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 pitching. And I feel like that's the theme um, with this division is they need bullpen or starters in general. And the Diamondbacks need bullpen or starters. I'm kind of starting to see a theme with a lot of the teams we've talked about. We just can't put enough emphasis on pitching. We can't. It's I just, mean, I feel like it's broken- just that important. I, I do too, but like especially now with with the way technology is used nowadays and how guys only go like four to five innings, pitching is just that big of a deal, especially in the bullpen. So I do feel like a broken record, but we just cannot stop emphasizing it enough. Moving on to the Rockies. They need to get a deal for Trevor Story and a good deal for Trevor Story. There is, um, you know, when he's a top three shortstop in baseball, you expect the package back. Uh, Arenado's the best third baseman. You got Austin Gomer and gave $50 million to the Cardinals. Um, so get a good deal back in return. Uh, Nick, get your dogs to stop barking. But that'll do it for us. But before we sign off, Super Bowl weekend, Nick, give me your pick. I got the 
Kansas City Chiefs over the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, 41 to 20. I got the Kansas City Chiefs over the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, 31 to 21. Thank you, everybody, for listening to today's episode of the Baseball Plug. I'm your host, Micah Fleischman. And I'm Nicholas Bear. You can find the show on Spotify and on Apple Podcasts. You can follow me on Twitter at Micah underscore 0416. That is at M-I-C-A-H underscore 0416. And on Instagram at EnvyMicah at E-N-V-Y-M-I-C-A-H. Get me to 800 followers. And you can follow me on Twitter at NicholasBear7. That's N-I-C-H-O-L-A-S-B-A-E-R and the number seven. And on Instagram at NicholasGolfer. That's N-I-C-H-O-L-A-S-G-O-L-F-E-R. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in. Enjoy the Super Bowl. Peace out.